Welcome to Parties in Our Galaxy, hosted by me, Wendy, from Stars Above Balloons. This podcast is dedicated to everyone who enjoys throwing amazing parties. I'm highlighting party vendors and businesses who have tips and tricks to make your next party memorable. For now, sit back and enjoy this party. Thank you so much for being here. So, so excited for today. This is episode two of Parties in Our Galaxy. And I'm so excited because I have one of my favorite, favorite event planners ever. And I want to share her with everybody. Um, We are talking to Catherine, owner of KJ Experience. And she is an amazing event planner. She does production. She does decor. She has five-star rating on Wedding Wire, which is really hard to get from your brides. She does corporate events, all-inclusive packages. She basically takes care of the logistics for you. All you have to do at the end of the day is show up, have a great time, and what better person to bring onto this podcast today than Catherine. Hi there. Hello, hello. Thanks for having me. Oh, you made me feel special. <laughs> you are special. <laughs> Thank you, Wendy. Every, every, every time we do an event together, it's so much fun. And yeah. Honestly, I am so impressed by you and your team. You are so collective. You have so much insight on your events. I'm always in awe with you and your team. Thank you. We call you because you're the best too. So we absolutely love working with you. You're always the first call when someone says balloons. (laughs) Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Well, I know this pandemic has affected all of us and I'm sending you virtual hugs because I know we all need it. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> so tell me, okay, so today we're going to talk about a lot of things, but first and foremost, I think people want to know, first of all, what is the first thing that an amazing event planner needs to know from them? So I want to hand this mic over to you and tell everybody what your thoughts are, what your tips are, and, and what do you recommend? So first of all, what is the very first thing when somebody calls what they should know and what they should um, have in mind. Okay. So my first question to the client when they call is what's your budget? Okay. And the reason I asked that there's a misconception, whereas in the past we've gotten when the client thinks that we're asking about their budget, they think we want to take all their money. And that's actually (laughs) the opposite of that. Yeah. Our first question is, what's your budget? Because it tells us what we should and should not recommend to you. Okay. And so our second follow-up question to that is, what's your guest count? Oh, that's interesting. Your guest count actually dictates your more realistic budget. Okay. But a lot of people don't realize that until it's too late. Really? I never thought about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's one of um, the key points. Um, We tell our clients a lot of times, you know, for instance, um, quick example would be I had a young lady that was referred to me. I did an Mm -hmm. event for her friend. She -hmm. was there. She loved it. And so she calls and she says um, it's a vow renewal. Her guest count is 200 guests. She only has 2,500 people. And so I had to be very honest with her that 200 people, my price for planning is based off of your guest count as well. Okay. It's not hourly. If I charged hourly, you would nobody would be able to afford me and I would <laughs> make money because we put in a lot of hours. 
<laughs> yes. And sometimes there's a lot of hours that go behind the scenes, right? So. A whole lot more than what people really believe or, or even realize. And so um, I told her for $2,500 at 200 people, I would not even show up. So let's <laughs> figure oh. out what's happening here. I was very, I was very transparent. I, I don't hide anything from clients. I, I tell the truth. Um, but yeah, it's your guest count that really dictates um, the budget. And that's why we ask. It's not to take all your, your money. Money, yeah. But it's for us at the KJ Experience, it's always our goal to come underneath your budget. But your budget has to be realistic. Right. And and I think that's what it is. It has to be a real, realistic budget. And I understand not all of us might say, well, it shouldn't take that long. Or I don't need an event planner for the whole day or whatever the case might be. But realistically, you need more help than you could imagine, I would assume. And yeah. you need somebody that knows what they're doing. Yes. So I, I love that. I love the idea that. Question number one is what your what's your budget? And I think I need to do that. <laughs> it definitely saves um, a lot of um, stress because why we do it that way is um, say, for instance, I have an array of vendors. Okay. So if you tell me that you're working with a particular budget, I have some very high end vendors that if your budget is not high end, I'm not even going to waste their time and call them. Okay. For your event, because I know that it's not in your budget and I don't want to get my, my clients hopes up with, Oh, you're going to get my vendor who actually does the Oscars and the Grammys. When I know that that is not the Oscars and the Grammys is not in your budget. I'm right. going to call, you know, one of my other vendors that I know is going to be more affordable for you, but still does really great work. Right. So, but some of the things that we run into is sometimes clients will see something on Instagram or Pinterest that's oh my. elaborate. And they're mm -hmm. like, well, it just, it looks simple enough for, you know, you to do it. And it's like, do you have any idea how much that costs? Oh my goodness. It does sound like something I go through almost every other day. Pinterest yeah. is, could be a good thing and it could be a bad thing. So mm -hmm. I'm glad you nip that in the butt that you tell your client like that cannot be realistic or it can if you have the budget so yes i appreciate that that's Definitely. awesome oh my goodness so um tell me about okay so what other things should people keep in mind when booking their wedding or their special event or corporate event does like the day of the week matter does location it actually does so both of those and those are all of my like follow-up questions i actually have a questionnaire it's um it's like my consultation questionnaire and my top questions of course is what's your budget the next one is what's your guest count um the other one is your date because that's going to tell me what day of the week it falls okay. and then what's your location like you literally just went down my little <laughs> <laughs> because all of those dictate your budget and people don't even realize that it all goes back to budget. And here's, I can kind of give you a quick synopsis as to why. Okay. For instance, so the day of the week, um, your venues have sometimes minimal. So on a Saturday, a venue is going to cost more than it would on Sunday through Thursday. But a lot of people don't realize that. And that's because if you really think about it, they don't, venue spaces aren't really having big elaborate weddings and baby showers on a Tuesday. And so even though I got married on Wednesday, technically, but it was, <laughs> it was New Year's Eve. So I still had to negotiate because uh -huh. the biggest party day of the year. But at the end of the day, you're you're there. 
venue pricing on a Wednesday was still technically lower. So I kind of found like the little loophole with the venue I went with, but that's, it, it really does matter on the day of the week because you can end up paying um, 10 times more. For instance, there's a venue that we've worked with um, several times. They're outstanding to work with. However, on a Saturday, their minimum is 25000 And I know that they just went up on their prices um, this year. Um, everyone has gone up on their prices due to COVID. Right. However, but on a Sunday, if you had a booked, um, their price would be just 1500 for the venue space or a Monday. Oh, my. That's a huge difference. An enormous difference. Yeah. I always tell my clients, if they're on a smaller budget, are you are you opposed to moving it to a Sunday? And maybe let's pick a Sunday that's on a three-day holiday weekend. Okay. Oh, that's, that's smart. Yeah. So I've done several weddings on Memorial Day weekend on a Sunday because mm -hmm. technically everyone's off on Monday for Memorial Day or even Labor Day or MLK Day. Right. Or three-day weekends. And so... But on the Sunday, we can get the venue for cheaper than we would have the day before. Perfect okay. example of this. I have um, a wedding. I'm going to give this particular venue a shout out because they've been really great. Okay. I'm doing a wedding at the Hyatt Regency in Huntington Beach. Oh, I love them. Yeah, absolutely beautiful space. Um, mm -hmm. The wedding is this summer. And these are return clients for us. We did their son's wedding back in 2012. And now mom and dad are renewing their vows for the 42nd, their 42nd anniversary. Oh, how fun. are out of town clients. They're my Texas clients, but their wedding is going to, or the vow renewals here. Well, the Hyatt Regency had um, a promo going that it, it was called Not Saturday, but they, uh, the Not Saturday event. Meaning, but they they spelled not as K N O T like the not. Oh, how cute! That's yeah. clever. Yeah, and so when I saw that in the packet, I said to my clients, "Are you guys opposed to having your wedding on a Sunday or your Valentine? <laughs> <laughs> It'll be below. We'll come in below budget." And they yeah. said, "Absolutely," because it wasn't their wedding; it's a vowel, so they didn't care. Right. Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah, so they booked them for that Sunday and. Um, they gave me a budget and I came in $2,300 below their budget for start to finish. Like everything is, is booked and done and able to have them back change. That's so awesome, Catherine. And, so, and that's amazing that you have out of state clients that actually come back to California to have events. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. I love it. We've, we've had to go to Texas for a different client. Um, our last out-of-state client was in Texas in 2019. So we, we travel, but it's location. And speaking of like even doing out-of-style uh, or out-of-town weddings and events, uh -huh. just a quick little thing when it comes down to budget. When I was talking about location and day of the week, location plays a huge role in how much you're going to spend on your event. And it doesn't even have to be a wedding. It technically can be any type of event. Okay. So we're here in Southern California and we service all of Southern, the Southern areas. Mm -hmm. So um, LA, Santa Barbara, Ventura, Orange County, San Diego, Riverside County. That's okay. pretty much like our service area. We'll go okay. down the coast. But LA weddings and events cost way more just because it's LA, just based off of wow. it's Los Angeles County, the county tax costs more there. It's like 10 point something percent there 
as opposed to Orange County, their tax rate is 7.75%. So uh -huh. when you're factoring in food and beverage, you're going to spend less in Orange County, even if your venue costs just a little bit more, maybe same. The great um, uh, example of that is that same couple from Texas. We looked at a particular uh, two hotels in Santa Monica because uh, the bride or mom loves the beach. Okay. So we were looking for a beachfront property. So we were in Santa Monica. We did consultations with two events uh, or spaces there and they gave us one price and their food and beverage. You know, like I said, the tax in L.A., is way higher over the right. higher. And then we came into Orange County, looked at a couple of locations there. They ended up going with or Orange County at the Hyatt Regency because it was still a beachfront property, but the, the taxes were 3% lower and we were able to save them money on food and beverage. Oh my goodness. That's amazing. And hey, that's who you want. You want somebody that's going to help you save money and is going <laughs> to do the job well done. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So yeah. look at you. Awesome. Well, thank you for that tip. Make sure, sure. everybody hears that. Um, so obviously day of the week makes a difference, the location. Um, so tell me how, going back to COVID, I know I don't want to put a damper on this podcast, but tell me how it's been for you guys. And, and also maybe a tip for this upcoming season, because I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of weddings in the next couple of years. Mm -hmm. so people want to hear like how it has been and, and what it should be now or what tips you have for any event um, taking place during these times um, as an event planner, what they should keep in mind. Okay. So I can tell you just kind of from what our experience has been uh, with the one, one tip is you, you're going to need to ask these venues when you're shopping around as well as not even just the venues, but your vendors period. I'm just going to say vendors. It doesn't, okay. it doesn't matter if it's a planner your balloon artist, your venue, your florist, your even your cake bakery. It does not matter who it is. Um, what I found is that when COVID hit in 2020, everything just came to a stop. In a oh, my gosh, it did. It was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> there was no wedding season. There was no season. For no, no. And so we had to figure out how to navigate that. Um, and so what we found now that things are opening back up and people are starting to have events when I'm calling and I'm doing um, um, sourcing for different locations in particular, they have some rules. Not all of them have rules, but most of them now have COVID rules in there that they have had to write into their contract. Thank God I already had um, a clause in my contract for something like COVID. Okay. Unbeknownst to me, I didn't even know that something like this would happen, but I guess it just kind of, I kind of foresaw, you know, if there was a government shutdown, I didn't even realize, or I knew I had it in there, but I had a clause in my contract from the start back in 2010, when we first started this company, uh -huh. I had um, a clause regarding a government shutdown put into my contract. Wow. You have a good attorney. <laughs> oh, no. I wrote that myself <laughs> because I come from government. So I did 18 years in law enforcement and government. So I kind of knew how contracts were supposed to go. And so what I found is with COVID venues now are like one particular venue I spoke to, they are requiring masks. Okay. Some other venues are not. Another venue I spoke to, they are requiring, even if you're not requiring it as the, the client, Mm -hmm. They are requiring that your guests provide a negative COVID test at the door the day oh. of your event. Oh, so, really? I haven't heard that. 
to, yeah, you have to ask these questions when you're booking your bin, your bin vendors okay. so that you're not caught off guard. Okay. And well, that's awesome to know because I didn't know they had that. Obviously, mm -hmm. if you go in LA County, restaurants and, um, I don't know, theaters, obviously they do require it, but I didn't know they were doing that for weddings and special events. Yes. Yeah. I didn't yeah. either until I, I was having to source, you know, venues for someone. And yeah. uh, good thing I started asking these questions okay. because even on our side, um, I'm a little OCD, so we've always used cleaning products. And, and, and Wendy knows because she's done so much for me. So I'm a little OCD with how I do things. And um, and so for years, I've always provided cleaning products and gloves for my staff during setup. The only thing that changed for us during COVID is we added masks. Okay. And so for us now, when because of COVID is happening, different variants, now when we're doing setup, especially if it's at someone's personal home, we uh -huh. ask that no one is there except for oh. me. Like if we're doing setup inside your house, we uh -huh. ask that it's just either the client or if it's the family or can they not, no one in the family be in the space that we're actually setting up. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's just to protect everybody, not just us, but them it. too. Yeah, no, definitely. That's that's awesome that you take that in consideration. Mm -hmm. And so, and we we set up in gloves like usual. We've always done that, but now, like I said, we add gloves to our our masks to our mm -hmm. setups now. Um, just again, whether our staff or us or even the client, whether they're vaccinated or not, it's none of our beeswax. But we want to make sure that we're at least doing our part to keep them safe as well as our staff safe. When yeah, um, that's awesome. Well, that's good. I'm glad, and and I appreciate that as a customer, you know, that you're taking the extra precautions um, sure. to make sure to keep everybody safe. Mm -hmm. um, so tell me and recap then, um, like little pinpoints here. What is the KJ experience and what we just talked about? So we can. Okay. So, um, as a quick recap, so for the KJ experience, we are a full service as well as partial event planning, as well as rentals. So we do your planning. We also have rent, uh, linen rentals, centerpieces, charger plates, glasses, different things like that, even flowers and, um, you know, all the fun stuff, uh, draping, whatever it is. And if we don't have it, we know someone who does. Yeah. <laughs> We call Wendy. And so <laughs> under our umbrella, we have a lot of vendors. We um, have balloon artists such as Wendy. We have <laughs> photographers, videographers, makeup artists, DJs, um, uh, caterers, uh, bakeries. So we are essentially a one-stop shop okay. if you were to call us. And as a recap, since we just left um, left off on COVID, I'll just kind of give that one the recap. We'll, we'll start with the bad and we'll end with the good. How about that? I love it. Go for so, it. For COVID, you just as a recap, you just want to make sure that you're asking those questions when you're booking your vendors, what's in your contract in case another government shutdown happens when it comes to maybe deposits or payments. Um, are we able to reschedule? Um, for venues, do we need to have neg negative COVID tests for our guests? Whatever those cases are, you want to ask those questions. In addition, I want clients to realize that right now, unfortunately, because of COVID, prices have increased everywhere. Yeah, yeah, for so sure. 
for in 2022, now that we're in 22, you're going to pay a little bit more than what you were paying in 2019, unfortunately. And some of it is out of our control. For yeah. instance, for me, when COVID hit, my cleaners is now charging me double to clean my linen rentals. Whoa, really? Double. Whoever oh, wow. that? <laughs> so, and so. Oh, wow. Well, I know. I I know for us, yes, they, everything has increased 40, mm -hmm. 50%. Yeah. Um, and I know florist, um, but yes. I didn't ever think about the cleaners. Yes, the cleaners have now charged us double the amount to clean okay. our linens. And all of 20 and 21, I kind of struggled with having to increase my linen rental price. And okay. so, because I just didn't want to have to do that to our clients, but I have no choice. And so, yeah. even shop around for other cleaners um that you know service uh event planners like us and rental companies like us um mm -hmm. because surely you don't want me washing your your table in and napkins in my cleaner where i no. wash my underwear so i don't really have a choice but to take it to the cleaners and mm -hmm. i have to pay that difference um the other thing is flowers. You're right. Flowers have gone up because um, it's supply and demand. So yeah. they're doing funerals. We did so many funerals okay. in 2020. I mean, too many that I even want to remember. Yeah. We did one wedding, one wedding in 2020 in the middle of COVID. Yeah. And so the, the cost of flowers have increased. So just we want clients to really keep that in mind. Um, mm -hmm. And so that's kind of the COVID side of it. Okay. On the budget side of it, have a realistic budget. So when you're setting up whatever event it is, whether it's um, a champagne party, you know, we're in spring semester, so kids are going to prom and and uh, mm -hmm. uh, Sadie Hawkins. I don't know. Do they still have Sadie Hawkins? I can I guess that kind of shows. Um, my age. I think it depends on the school. <laughs> it kind of shows my age, Sadie Hawkins. <laughs> Hey, I understand Sadie Hawkins. I went to right. <laughs> so you've got dances coming up and school events. So whether your kid's going to prom and you want to have, you know, a champagne party or birthday party, wedding season is coming up. Wedding season is from April to October. Um, uh -huh. And right now it's engagement season. Engagement season starts from Thanksgiving to Valentine's Day. Um, um, maybe you want to do a, a proposal and mm -hmm. you need, you know, a planner with some balloons and um, yeah. Flowers and things. <laughs> Us, me, you. Yeah, so, <laughs> so fun. What you want to keep in mind is what's the guest count? Because again, it's going to dictate um, your food, your venue space, your your rentals, you know, okay. and all of that stuff. The location of where it is, what city, what area. Um, if you book a, ven a vendor that's in Riverside County, but your event is in Santa Barbara County, nine, ten times out of ten, they're going to charge you mileage. Oh, yeah. So keeping oh, yeah. that in mind. Um, and then, of course, if you have a particular budget and you say, OK, I want all of this stuff and I really love, you know, the look of these rentals or whatever the case is. I saw something on Instagram and I want you to just completely redo it from this Instagram picture. Uh -huh. and, but you have a smaller budget. The key to getting what you're asking for is to lower your guest count. Got it. And so. So yeah, <laughs> you're amazing. You really are. And honestly, as 
a vendor myself and her as an event planner, I've seen amazing event planning in the past and nothing compares to what I've seen through, um, you know, KJ experience um, up to the details, like amazing. Like I, I can't say enough and thank you so much for being here. And I appreciate you and I can't wait to do the next event coming up. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Things under my sleeve for you, Wendy. I know, I'm so excited. Well, I'll be calling you for that higher regency because I'm, I'm kind of, you I know, working on something the day before. Oh, oh my goodness, you're always so busy. I appreciate it. Not a problem. Can't wait. We're gonna party. We oh. are. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Catherine, for being here thank you. and being part of this. And I wish you nothing for the, and nothing but the best from now to ever. So just keep partying, okay? Thank you, same to you. I also appreciate it, thank you. <laughs> okay guys, that is it for today. I hope everybody has a good day. Please remember to always be in the moment because you never get those moments back. Take care.